to empower her, where it's all about empowering women to prioritize their mental health and to cultivate motivation in and through their lives. I'm your host, Jessica Copeland, and each week we'll dive into topics like overcoming self-doubt, managing stress, and finding our purpose. So please join me on this journey to enhance your mental well-being and to embrace a positive mindset. Let's empower each other to thrive. Again, welcome to Empower Her. Good morning and welcome to the Empower Her podcast show. I am your host, Miss Jessica Copeland, also known as Jonchi Fabia, and I am better known as the girl they call Jess. What's up? I's back. <laughs> Not only am I back, I am back. I am better. I am ready. I am rejuvenated. Listen, I've been going almost a year. I better have my act to get together. And I know, I know I've been gone. Uh, seems like a lifetime, but life is still disrespectful in the midst of me being gone. It's still being disrespect, disrespectful, but just be patient. We will get through this thing that we call live together. The show will be coming to you live every Monday starting at 7 a.m. Yes, I did. I changed the date. I did. I changed the time. I did. Listen, because why? It's my show. <laughs> it's my show and I can do whatever I want to. But yes, no, honestly, I changed it for the betterment so that people could catch on to the show. Uh, some people were saying that 5 a.m. was too early. So we changed it. We revamped it to 7 a.m. sharp. And you can catch me on all of my platforms and bless their little heart. They kept me on these platforms and I've been going a whole year. And that's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and Podcaster Spotify. Now, the Podcaster Spotify used to be Anchor FM and that I'll get to that story later. But Kendall and Alexa, um, and continue to like, share, and subscribe uh, to all of my social medias. I also have a new uh, email. It is empowerherpodcast at gmail.com. And your girl done got real fancy now, y'all. <laughs> I got some phone number. I do. So if you have anything you want to tell me or any questions you may have, or if I tell you to call into this number, uh, you call into this line, it is going to be 386-233-1956. I got all of that out the way just so that I can say, what's up, y'all? It's been forever. I know, like I have had some major life things to happen in the course of me being gone. And I never, it, it was never my intentions to be gone this long. It, it truly was not. And I had every uh, uh, point to open, uh, to start back up in January, but because of some glitches that happened. So let me, let me say this. I do my recordings through, I used to do my recordings through uh, this company called Anchor FM. It was a beginner friendly thing for me. Uh, it was easy for me to maneuver. I could record from my phone. Uh, it just had the accessibility was what I needed. Um, and so while I have been gone, um, actually when I recorded for the beginning of the year, uh, Anchor was still in business. And what happened was when Spotify, they look grown self, <laughs> they bought Anchor. And when they bought Anchor, they they tried to, well, they did, they they merged everything. And in the midst of the merging, uh-huh, my podcast, I had did five podcasts, um, they got distorted. And so um they sent me this email. I ignored the email. How many of y'all ignore emails and know during where you're supposed to 
uh, check your e emails daily and I ignore half of mine. But anyway, they sent me an email letting me know of the issues. And so when uh, I looked up, my podcast was not aired. I was having issues with it and they apologized. They tried to get the kinks out of it. They could not get it out. So I lost, I lost five episodes. And so what do we do when, when things don't go our way? We get mad, right? Well, let me just talk about me. This podcast is based only on me, solely on Jessica. I got a whole attitude and I'm going to just be transparent. I was pissed. And so I did not want to do any more podcasting. I said I was going to do it live. I wasn't going to try to pre-record anymore. And I said, you know what? I'm not doing this, but you know what? Those phone calls kept coming. Those text messages kept coming. Y'all just kept reaching out to me about my podcast, especially one of my biggest supporters. Good morning to you, mama, dear, my mother. My mother was very uh, 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 unhappy when I told her. She was like, well, what, what do you have to do to get it back? So it took me a minute to get it back and get it running. And now I am up. I am better. And I decided to change the name. I did. Um, I changed it for a lot of reasons. But the most important reason that I changed it is because I was speaking to a young lady about two weeks ago. And she said to me in the midst of me, you know, speaking with her, she said, you are such an empowering woman. And I kind of stood back, you know how we kind of grab ourselves and grab our little chest, you know, I was like, really, you know, but, and on the serious note, I, I didn't see myself as, as an empowering person. Um, I saw myself as a person that was good with words and knew how to motivate people and, and know the word of God. And, and, and again, this is not a, a spiritual show, you know, but I, my hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and his righteousness, right? So I, I give everything back to him. And so when the young lady said, she said, you should consider doing uh, something that will empower women. She says, because you just empowered me within 10 minutes. And I just feel like a new person. I just like want to get up and just conquer the world after having a conversation. She said, you bring such a solace uh, in when you come in, because I was I was in a meeting. And um, I, I thought about it and I thought about it. I said, you know what? she's not the only person that says that I'm empowering. So why not tie mental health into empowering? And that's what I did. I turned my mental health podcast, my motivational podcast, and I entwined it all together to empower women. And not only women, any men that are out there that needs empowering, and you're, not, you know, you're not too racist or sexist when it comes to a woman, uh, uh, you know, speaking about being liberated. Then you know what, you guys can listen as well. But I, I changed it for the betterment of Jessica, so that's why it's called the Empowering Podcast. And I'm just so happy uh, that I'm able to step out uh, with this new podcast and bring you guys new content. Now, listen, the podcast is going to another level, y'all. Mm -hmm. In order for me to go to the next level, things that are up under me have to go to the next level. Can I get an amen for the people in the back? Mm -hmm. And so I feel like if I'm being elevated, then the things that are around me, the things that are attached to me has to be elevated. And so me and my me and my um my honey um I'll, I'll touch that in a minute but me and my honey you know we've been talking and and she says you know um let's go find a building and i did find a building 
um, <clears throat> while I was in the midst of y'all, excuse me, in the midst of, you know, my hiatus, as some people called it, um, I did find a building, but that building didn't go through. So now we're working on another building, which I am so excited because this will be a full content building where, you know, um, I'm going to open it up for other content creators to come in and we're going to set the atmosphere, but I'll be doing my, my podcast live and hopefully and prayerfully I can get this up and running, not um, in March, but maybe around the 1st of April, um, we'll have everything, you know, going and we'll have everybody in place. I already got my sound guy, uh, ready to go. I already got, uh, interviews lined up. And, and that's another thing. The show has, uh, done so well in the past that I had people asking to be a part of my show, be on my show. Um, and so, yeah, I'm going to have live guests. I'm going to have, uh, not live guests, but I'm going to have uh guests and it's going to be recorded live. And I just can't wait to, uh, share this with you guys because it's now and like I said seasons change and when and when those things change and and we have to level up then everything that is attached to us has to go with us um and I'm just so grateful so um I want to just catch you all guys up to speed I'm not going to be on here long um I some things have happened since I've been gone I think I've been gone almost a year um and in the midst of that I planned a whole wedding and got married <laughs> I was married, y'all. <laughs> I married my best friend. And listen, it is wonderful. I thought what I thought, I thought that it would be different because we're married, but it, it, it's not different. Well, let me say this. It is different. It got better. It got better. Let me say that because I don't want to, I don't want it to sound like, you know, it's just the same old thing. It's not. When I say that nothing's changed, what I mean is she still treats me the same. She still loves me the same. She's still just good to me the whole same. Like she just, she's wonderful. And now that I cover uh, not only her, but our marriage, listen, the love has gotten stronger and I'm just so grateful for her. Good morning, honey. She's already at work this morning. But when I tell you, get you somebody uh, that will have your backbone, get you somebody that will love you past your pain, get you somebody that just knows you and 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 has your best interest and get somebody that will protect your peace. Get, get somebody that will love your heart. Get somebody, right? It doesn't matter what the somebody look like or who the somebody is, but get somebody that understands you. And that's what I did. I got my best friend. I got the woman. And yes, I married a whole woman, but I got a woman that loved me more than, than, than I love myself. And you know what? I am so everly grateful for her uh, because she's just a wonderful, wonderful person. I am going to have her on the podcast um, one day uh, and on the newer podcast when she's not working, she works so much, um, but I'm going to have her on and have her talk a little bit about being married to, Je to Jessica. <laughs> I'm a handful y'all, but listen, she loves me no matter. She loves me the same, but yeah, I got married and in the midst of getting married, I wrote a book. Your girl been busy, so don't think I haven't been doing anything. I wrote a book and if you want my new book, it is entitled Her. H-E-R, life as an introvert. It is on Amazon. Um, just go to amazon.com forward slash Jessica Fagans. Um, and everything remotely that I have written or anything that I have created is on Amazon. So let me know what you think. Go grab it. If you, if you do order it, take a picture of it. If you're on my social media, uh, tag me in it so that I'll know. Um, and it's so, listen, I want to say something to all the, cause as I go through my, uh, my, my, um, uh, social media, I, I, I look at 
the success of others. And I love on the people that are successful. Um, there's a young lady that I, I just recently met and she, you know, was talking to me about my book. Um, and I, you know, I gave her some insights on it and I look up and this young lady has, uh, published her own book. And I want to listen, if I can do it, you can do it. And I'm just so overly happy for her. Um, she stepped out on faith and her, she's doing very well in her sales. Um, I'm not going to announce her right now because I want to bring her onto the show um, so that she can talk about her newly written book. And she's a very dear friend of mine. But if you can be a blessing to somebody, don't, I hate what they call on TikTok gatekeepers. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to do a topic about that. But a lot of times people are gatekeepers. Somebody reached out to me, um, a dear friend of mine, another dear friend of mine reached out to me uh, about a month or two ago. And she says, sis, you look absolutely great because your girl has lost a lot of weight. And um, she asked me, she says, how did you lose the weight? And I was very transparent and very honest with her. And the thing she said to me, the first thing she said to me was, you know what? Thank you. Thank you for that. And I said, okay. She says, because most people would have lied. She says, but you were honest. She says, I believed you when you said, Hey, she says, thank you for that. And I appreciate that. You look wonderful. A lot of times we don't like to be honest with what we're doing because we don't want the other person to have what we have. And that is so selfish. We got to stop being it. And that's very common. I was going to say it's common in, in our culture, but it's common everywhere tragedies are a commonplace, right? So stop gatekeeping. If, if you got something that can help somebody and you know that person needs it, just let them know. It, it Listen, it's not, it's, it, it wouldn't do me any good to just sit over here and have all the knowledge of knowing how to do certain things or have the knowledge of certain things happening in the community or whatever, and not give it out. There's a lot of people on my, on my um, news feed or my um, social media feed that do that. They share. Um, and they let people, uh, people like us know what's going on in the community. And so that's what I want to be. I want to be an empowering, see that word woman who can empower her, not only her community, but other communities outside of, uh, this little town we call Daytona. But yes, so, um, I wrote a book and I am in the midst of writing my other book. It will be published around September. I'm not going to give you the name of it because I'm still working on the name of it. Um, I'm being slow, being slow to speak as my mother always tells me. Um, good morning, Ma. Uh, I am back on the air and I know that you are happy. Y'all give my mother a good morning for me, please. Good morning, Miss Peggy. Um, she is my biggest supporter, my biggest um, advocate for me. She she gives it to me cut, dry. Uh, she doesn't spare me anything. And I, I love that about her. Uh, sometimes we do bump heads a little bit when I want to do what I want to do, but I always end up having to go back and consult with my mother, who is very, very wise. And her mother was wise. My grandmother continued rest. Grandma was very, very wise. But anyway, um, I am just so excited that I'm back because of my mom, especially because she loves um, listening to my, my podcast. Also, I wanted to give a shout out to everybody, everybody that participated in We Are the Copeland's Wedding. <laughs> Listen, y'all, we had about 200 people that we invited. I don't think, I don't think 200 came, but I think we was close to uh, 200, but we had a wonderful time. It was very intimate. In my opinion, it was very beautiful. It was what we wanted. The young lady that orchestrated it, the young lady that decorated, the gentleman that made the cake, the gentleman that cooked the food, the DJ to the wedding party. You guys, thank you. And to my established guests, I have not forgotten you. I've just been so busy. I have thank you cards with all y'all names on them that I'm getting out this week. 
thank you so much for not, you know, disappointing us and coming from the people that traveled all the way from everywhere just to love on Pat and I. We love you guys right back. And y'all wait for the fifth year anniversary. We got something planned and, and it's going to be bigger than what y'all ever expected. So just, just wait for that. But again, thank you all for coming and showing love to me and my new wife. Woo! I got all that out. So yeah, I'm back. <laughs> I'm back and I am ready to rock and roll. But before I do that, y'all already know what time it is. Ain't nothing changed but the name. <laughs> it's still that time of the, the day, the morning that is so important to me. It is the best part of me. Why? Because I don't have to have nobody, nobody, nada to speak nothing over my life. Because I can speak it over my life because I can affirm everything I need to affirm over me. Why? Because I'm equipped with it. Because I am phenomenally made and I am, I am a woman of standard. So yes, I can affirm things over me. I don't need nobody to affirm over me. Y'all already know it's affirmation time. Now, the only thing that changed with affirmations is that I wrote a jingle. Y'all want to hear it? <laughs> Listen, now don't y'all criticize my jingle. It is my jingle. I made it and I like it. So listen, with no further ado, I'm going to go and play that and then I'll come back and give you the affirmation of the day. It's affirmation time. It's affirmation time. It's affirmation time. Go ahead and let your greatness shine because it's affirmation times with Jess. Y'all heard it. <laughs> yes, it is affirmation time. Listen, I got my mirror. Now, if you're new to the podcast this morning, listen, we typically get us a mirror, right? Whether we in the car, in the house, in the tub, on the toilet, at work, wherever we are, we get that mirror and we look in that mirror because we have to evaluate ourselves first, right? We can't talk about nobody. Until we look, look, look in that mirror. We have a tendency. Now I ain't talking about nobody. I'm talking about Jessica, right? We have a tendency to, to, uh, uh, find fault in everybody and everything but ourselves. And sometimes you make a jackass out of yourself when you don't think that you're the issue. Cause 95.99.9%, I was going to say 95, but 99.9% it be you. It be us, it be me. So I've learned over the course of the years to look in the mirror and evaluate myself before I make a judgment about anything or anybody, right? So that's the time for me to look in that mirror and affirm over my life and speak life into my dead situations because that's the first thing they're going to ask when I go to anybody else. Well, what did you, you know, how do you see yourself? So I affirm some things over myself. So I have my mirror and I have my water. And I'm going to go ahead and drink a sip of my water. And I'm going to just dive right into it. Give me one second, y'all. All right. So, affirmation. I forgive myself for past mistakes. And embrace the lessons that I've it's taught me. Let me say that again. I forgive myself for past mistakes. And I go ahead and I embrace the lessons that it has taught me. Don't wait around for other people to be happy for you. 
any happiness you get, you've got to make it yourself. Ooh, Lord have mercy. I got to say that again. Don't wait around for other people to be happy for you. Any happiness that you get, you've got to make yourself. That came from none other than Alice Mousenior Tulla Kate Walker. She is an American novelist. Walker is an acclaimed author, poet, and activist. Best known for her Pulitzer Prize winning novel. Y'all already know they just made a movie musical out of it. The Color Purple, published in 1982. She was born on February the 9th, 1944 in Eaton, Georgia. Walker's work often explores themes of race, gender, and social justice. In addition to her novels, she's written poetry collections, essays, and short stories. Uh, Walker's writings frequently delves into experiences of African-American women in the United States, and she is considered a prominent figure in contemporary literature. Go on with your bad self. She's also known for her activism, particularly in the fields of civil rights and women's rights. And she said the darn thing. Don't you dare, and Jessica Boas, <laughs> don't you wait around for other people to be happy for you. What's wrong with you? Any happiness that you get, you've got to make it your own. Make it yourself. And that brings me to my title. Now, I know you're probably trying to figure out, well, what are you talking about when it comes to emotional independence? Well, I chose this topic because it's something that I battle with, right? So anything that I do bring you will be solely about me because I'm a very, very, very emotional creature when it comes to mostly everything that's pertaining to my life. And that that delves into the mental health uh, genre, right? So the title today is simply emotional independence. So what is it? Emotional independence refers to the ability to maintain a sense of self-worth, stability, and fulfillment without, keyword, without relying heavily on others for validation or support. Now, let me put a fork in the road. Validation was a big word for me because I wanted validation. I've been wanting validation since I was a child. And sometimes you don't get that validation where you think you should get it from. And it don't look like sometimes what it needs to look like in, in your eyes. But I struggled. Just recently, I stopped wanting validation. But I struggled with that word validation because I felt like everything that I did, especially if I did it for somebody or with somebody, that they should be validating me. Mm -mm, mm -mm. I was wrong. I was wrong. The only the only people that have to validate me is me, myself and I and the, and the God that I serve. Right. And so I had to learn that. So. Fulfillment without relying heavily, we're talking about emotional independence on others for validation or support. So what it involves, it involves being able to regulate your own em emotions, owning your own emotions, making decisions for you and pursuing personal goals without feeling overly influenced by external factors or the opinions of others. You know, um, someone made a comment about my, my wedding. Um, and I wrote a post and I said, you know, we didn't ask for those opinions um, and opinions are like butthole. Everyone has them. But I had to backtrack that comment that I said. I didn't I didn't put it on face, uh, social media or Facebook, but I had to backtrack that because opinions, people can have them. 
but I set myself up for opinions. I put myself on that platform to allow people to have opinions. So I have to control my emotional, mm -hmm. my emotional thoughts, my emotional independence, because I became emotional and offended because I felt like this person should have not said anything about my, my uh, wedding. Right. So that was another reason that I delved into this topic because it hits home for Jessica. So developing emotional independence can lead to greater resilience. It can lead to confidence and satisfaction within your life as it allows people or individuals or me to navigate challenges and, and relationships with greater uh, uh, authentication. Um, and it's a process that a process, excuse me, that often involves introspection or self-reflection, and sometimes seeking support from uh, therapists or doctors or counselors uh, so that you can address these underlying issues or these traumas that may be hindering you is well worth your emotional growth. So seek help if you know you battle with this, because I do battle with it, um, and I'm getting better with it. I'm, I'm learning me. Um, I think it's a part of knowing who you are, what you are, and whose you are. Uh, Colin Powell, he said it the best. He said, you have to have a vision and you have to be demanding with that vision. You have to have a vision when it comes to your emotional state. And then you have to be demanding over your emotional independence. So let's dive into this, y'all. I ain't going to keep y'all long. Emotional independence. Emotions can be tough to handle. And all sorts of factors play into how we manage them, right? So let me say this. If you feel like you aren't necessarily in control of your emotions due to the influence of others or you may not be emotionally independent, I want you to reach out to me because I'm going to get you some help and get you the help that you need. Because many people struggle with achieving emotional independence despite its importance to good mental health. See, I told you it ties in together. With that being said, achieving emotional independence can be very, 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 very difficult. And as numerous reasons, uh, it does cause people to depend on other people. You, you, It's almost like it's a crutch or a clutch. You have to depend on that other person to validate you when some things are not right with your mindset or some things you, you're overly thinking or you just, your emotions are everywhere. But before discussing how to achieve emotional independence, I want to define some things for you. So emotional independence is about being... Uh, having the ability, because I was going to say something else, y'all, excuse me. It's having the, the ability uh, of a system uh, or ent uh, entity to operate independently. So basically, it basically saying being independent with your thoughts, being independent with your emotions, without direct human control, without having someone tell you how to feel, or having someone not tell you, having someone not having, you know, telling you that, well, this is the way you should feel. This is the way you should deal with that. You got to learn how to do it your own way. You have to learn how to deal with it your own way. You have to know how to uh, know when there's triggers and when the triggers do come, you have to know how to talk yourself off the ledge. Emotional independence, right? So it is quite rare to hear someone talk about teaching uh, their kids to be emotionally independent. It's also uncommon to hear of someone struggling with emotional dependence. So this could be because emotional independence often comes naturally. 
right? That comes naturally to people as they mature out of childhood. So you would have thought that I would have grown out of this when I became an adult and I didn't. I latched onto it for, for dear life. And it carried me over way over into my, my 50s, right? So for others, other people, however, it can be very difficult to manage and take control of their own emotions. I wasn't able to manage it. I wasn't able to take control of it because I was so emotional. And thank God for my mother um, who always told me, stop being so sensitive. It goes with that family as well, being very sensitive when people say something or if they don't say something or if they don't like me. I think I told y'all the story a couple of years ago uh, when I was a little girl that I would sit in the middle of the road uh, when my mother uh, bought her home and I would sit out in the middle of the road. We were the only house on the on the street. They would call our house the little house on the prairie because we had the only house on that street at the time. And I would remember bringing all of my toys out. And I would put my toys out in the middle of the floor, uh, the road for people to uh, come, the girls to come and play with me or whatever. And my mother said to me, you're going to stop that because I brought you in this world by yourself and you're going to leave this world by yourself. And you need to have independence. You need to know who you are. You can't be around here trying to, to, to pay people or bribe people to be your friend, Jess. Yeah, learning. So for people who have not achieved emotional independence like I was, or our emotions depend on others' behavior, typically their behavior, our behavior, and emotions are dependent on someone close to us. I just told you what my mama said, right? It started with my mama. Then it it it, it merged onto all the relationship that I had. I was dependent on other people to make me feel a certain way or validating my emotions and stuff like that. Therefore, and again, just recently I was dealing with that, but there are all, there are, there are some ways, there's always ways I'm saying, uh, that I want to say that you can deal with this by asking other people for help. Um, you can go to a psychiatrist, you can get the help that you need, um, you know, from the loved ones that are authentic with your, your issues and what you're going through. So don't think that you can't get through it because if I can get through it, you can get through it. But there are all, there are always, uh, people for this type of situation and this type of issues. That's what I was trying to say. Cause my words are getting crossed up, but the way that you view yourself is often negative. So I'm talking about me. When I look at myself, sometimes I'm very hard on myself. Um, I'm typically my worst critic. Um, I, I'm an emo emotional roller coaster half the time when I have something to do or when I'm set out to do something. Um, before I do anything, it goes straight to my head. And I have to talk myself off that ledge and I have to tell myself, you are showing too many, many emotions. You can't make it work with all these emotions flying. You have to breathe, take a step back and look at the situation and go a different way, Jess. One of the things that I used to do a lot, um, I used to um, always ask others of their opinions because I wanted to please them. Uh, so people who are not emotionally independent, we have a great fear of being rejected. Let me just throw that out there. Rejection is very traumatic. Um, I personally don't like rejection, but I have learned how to deal with it um, over the course of the years. Um, we don't like being ignored. Uh, we don't not like we don't like not being liked. 
And the number one thing that I deal with on a daily basis, a daily basis, a daily basis is criticism. I hate criticism. I do not like it. And guess what? I'm my biggest critic. But these are some of the things that fall up under the umbrella of emotional independence. I criticize myself before anybody because I feel like if I criticize myself first, it won't hurt as bad when somebody else comes and gives me um, constructive criticism or if they just give me criticism because they're nasty. It doesn't matter. Any way it comes, it's still offensive to me. So the way um, the way they view themselves or the way that we view ourselves is often negative. And they or we may have low self-esteem. Remember I told you I battled with all of these. This comes up under mental health. Uh, we may be negative towards uh, ourselves. Uh, we will change what uh, we say in order to accommodate people. We change what we do in order to make it better for that person. And we'll even dress differently. We'll wear different clothes. We'll do our hair differently. Uh, we, we don't have our own identity because we fall up on this emotional independence because we grabbed hold to this crutch, right? Even if the person is negative towards towards us, we still hold on to that because it's the emotional independence, right? We feel like we can't live without um, that partner or that wife or that husband or that best friend or that cousin or that friend, whatever. We get so consumed with our emotions that we just become codependent. And you can't, you can't be an adult. Y'all hear me? You can't adult and you have all these emotions flying everywhere. Why? Because it becomes a sense of worthlessness. You can't become a productive um, adult if you have those emotions that are hovering over you. So this is not a healthy way of living. You cannot live like this and think that this is this is accurate. This is going to benefit you in the long run. So some people may say, what causes emotional dependence? Well, if you feel you are experiencing emotional independence or know someone who is, you may be wondering what causes it. As you probably know, our parents have a large impact on our lives, right? Our children. I'm a parent. So our children look up to us because that's all they know. They know us, right? So whether they know it or not, they depend solely on us. And one of the most common causes of emotional uh, dependence is a parent who helps uh, perpetuate that need for that child. You ever see uh, parents that spoil their children? Now, let me put a fork in a row. I do not believe in spoiling kids because they turn out like me. <laughs> I was spoiled, not by my mother. I was spoiled by my grandfather. My grandfather gave me the world. He was very good to me. And one of the things that he said when I got my first marriage, he said, you know, if you're going to take her, her hand in marriage, you going, you're going to have to be able to take care of her financially, mentally, and spiritually. And sometimes we don't realize that that's needed in the, in, in, in the process of us dating or getting married or going through relationships. You got to make sure that that person is stable enough to be able to take on whatever that other person is dealing with. I told y'all that my when I got with my wife, um, she was my girlfriend at the time, she had to take on a lot of issues that Jessica had. And I don't think she was ready, but she 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 fought 
She fought for this, right? Because she knew that in the in the depth of all this, in the back of all this, that there was a good woman with a good heart. And I thank God that she did stick around. But we deal with that. So that's one of the things that, you know, my grandfather um, said. So this is what causes emotional. Like I said, one of the most common causes of it is a parent who helps perpetuate the need and parents who have been incarcerated can also create issues with emotional independence because they've been gone for so long and then they come back and the kids, you know, they, they've not had that parent and they kind of cr uh, clutch on or crutch on to that, um, that parent that has been gone. So another common cause is trauma. Trauma will make you uh, emotional uh, uh, dependent. It, it'll, it'll make you feel like you can't do anything without anybody being right by your side, where someone has heavily controlled and or hurt by another person. Trauma goes broad. Trauma is, it has from like A to Z. There's so many different things when, when you say trauma. So, but having that difficulty in being emotionally, emotionally independent can arise for no apparent reason, no matter the cause. It is helpful for us to learn how to achieve emotional independence. With all that I just said, in the back of your mind, I know you're still saying, but I still don't understand how, is, how it's relevant to me, how it's relevant to what I'm doing. See, emotional dependence, you may not even have recognized that you, you probably haven't even acknowledged that it does take place inside of your head and your heart and your spirit. So after this podcast, I just want you to do a reevaluation. Am I emotionally dependent or am I needy? Do I need people to be with me? Let me ask you this. How many of you know how to go out and date yourself? How many of you know how to get on a plane and take a trip by yourself? How many of you know how to just get in the car and, and cruise down the beach or go to another, uh, 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 city by yourself without anybody. See, these are things that I had to learn to do on my own. I just started dating myself and I actually love it. Emotional dependent because I don't want to be independent. No, I don't want to be, I mean, independent emotionally. Let me get the words right. Emotionally dependent because I'm tired of being let me get, am I saying it right? I want to be emotional, emotionally independent and I don't want to be dependent. There we go. I'm still the same, just still jacking up stuff, but y'all know what I'm saying, but I, that's what I want to be. So I started dating myself. And if you haven't tried it, if you haven't just stepped out on faith, I'm not talking about going to the mall and going to the store by yourself. No, I'm talking about doing real life activities for you and doing it without anybody by your side. When I tell you that gives you some type of freedom, some type of liberation, it makes you feel like you're the baddest things that, that walk this earth, you ought to try it. So ways to achieve emotional independence is essential to be, it's essential for you to be emotionally attached to your partner. But what makes it go from a healthy to unhealthy bond? If you're sacrificing your true self, your emotions, your wants, and your needs for your partner. That is very, 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 very unhealthy for both of you. You should strive for emotional independence to better yourself and have a healthy image of you, yourself, and you, your I. I, put I there. Prioritize you. 
prioritize yourself and then take control of the emotions. This is ways to achieve it. And I said spouse because I'm married, because I have a tendency to lean on my wife for the uh, independence, for the dependence. And she tells me, you got to be independent, babe. You got to be able to do this. And she challenges me. You got to go out there and do that. A lot of things that I want to do, I, the first thing I always do is go to her. Mm -hmm. I do. And she says to me, babe, no, no, I, I got to work. You, you go do it. You, you go, you step out on that faith. And that's what I've been doing. And, and you know what? And I'm not embarrassed to let y'all know. I just started doing it recently mm -hmm. because I, I realized that there is an issue. And the sad thing about the issue is I didn't recognize the issue until just recently. And I got to go into that on another topic, but yeah. So how do you fix it? Well, let go. The first thing you should do when trying to become more emotionally independent is to let it go. Point blank, point blank period. When you are dependent on someone, you are constantly, constantly, constantly trying to please them. I'm going to say that again. The first thing that you have to do, y'all listen. The first thing you should do when trying to become emotionally independent is to let it go. When you are dependent on someone else other than yourself, you are constantly trying to please them and feel great pressure to be perfect all of the time because you're trying to please someone other than yourself. And it's time to let that go. It's time to let go of that. This is much easier said than done, I know. So start by uh, taking little steps. First, stop asking people for their opinion of you. Hello. Whether that is what you're, uh, whether it's what you're wearing, listening to, watching, your personal goals, etc. Stop telling your business in my Peggy voice because you're wanting validation. If God gave something to you, if God told you to step out on faith, if your God told you to do this, then you need to do it. He didn't tell you to bring Adam, Sue, Mary. He didn't tell you that. He said this was solely for you. And sometimes we make a mistake by trying to bring other people what God is trying to take us. And he's saying, I, I, didn't, I didn't tell you to, to, to take that person with you. This was solely for you because I need you to be dependent, independent. So stop asking people for their opinion of you, whether that is what you're wearing, how I look, listening. Now, 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 let me say this. It's okay to say, oh, do you like what I have on? Do you like how I look today? That's fine. My outfit, that's fine. But to ask them about things that you already know in your head that has already been validated, stop asking them to do that. You do it on your own. Stop asking for their opinion of, of what you're wearing, listening to, and watching, uh, watching your personal goals. As long as you aren't hurting yourself or others, you should express yourself however and whenever you want. Because this is your life. Many emotionally dependent people don't understand that people are in their lives because they already like them. If they're in your life for any other reason, then you need to get them out of your life. But mostly everybody that, that is around me that hang around me, I know that they love me and that they like me. So I don't have to put on airs because they know my authentic, who I am authentically, right? 
Let me give you an example. If you are uh, in a relationship or you have a romantic partner, right? Your romantic partner liked you when you two met and decided to get in a relationship with you, right? So no matter how low someone's self-esteem is, they need to understand there are positive traits that are inside of you. Your true friends and loved ones don't want you to constantly act constantly act in a certain way, especially if that isn't your true personality. Be yourself. I remember my children one time, um, I took them somewhere and I was talking to someone and my voice changed. And my kids said to me, why does your voice change? Why are you talking like that? Why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? And I'm saying, oh, well, you know, I, I kind of changed, you know, because of the, the tone of the person. And I thought about it. I said, why am I changing the way I talk? Just be yourself, Jessica. Just be your authentic self because they're going to love you like you, whether you do that or not. Right. But many emotionally dependent people don't understand that people are in their lives because they already care for them. So if you do start to let go of trying to make everyone happy um, and the people around you dis disapprove, then you may be better off without them in your life and just move, move accordingly. Just be your authentic self and stop worrying about what it looks like or what it seems like, because that's the only way that you're going to get detached from that, that, that depend, that uh, dependence. You're going to, that's the only way that you're going to be independent. That's what I'm trying to say. Because the words are getting me confused. Y'all, y'all help your sister. Establish boundaries. Once you've started taking steps toward emotional independence, you will need to set boundaries for yourself. Why? Because you have to make sure you know and understand your value so that you can express boundaries to those around you, especially if you're in a relationship. Now, if something is making you upset, please be vocal. Don't hold that in. Be vocal about, about it to your partner, your friend, your girlfriend, your family, but also set boundaries around the people in your life, giving you their opinion. I just told you about opinions. Opinions are like butthole, a butthole, everybody has one. But if you were constantly asking for others' opinions before, they might still be, you, you might still be in the habit of giving, um, or they might be in the habit of still giving you opinions frequently. And you just have to let them know, hey, 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 I thank you for that, but I really didn't need your opinion on it. I'm just, you know, having a conversation or I'm talking. And I've learned too, that if it's something that I don't want an opinion about, I don't mention it. I keep it to myself. And this can be very, uh, very damaging when trying to make progress towards becoming emotionally independent. And I'm talking about people that are used to giving opinions about things that you're doing about your situation. All right. Work on your self-esteem. Self-esteem is very crucial on this journey, um, especially this journey to emotional independence. You need to be confident in you. And why? In order for it to work, you got to have the confidence level. You got to have your confidence right there. If you have always had low self-esteem, you can work on it. It can, you can change it and you can make it better. Take care of yourself and do things you like to do and spend time with people who genuinely make you happy. You may have to cut out people who try to manipulate your emotions and tear you down. And I've done a lot of, I've, I've done a lot of, of, cutting people off because of that and, and my ignorance of not knowing what they were doing. So 
while this could be or can be difficult, it is very imperative and very important to set yourself up for success. Because if you don't, you will put yourself back into that hole. And you don't need people in your life who are manipulative and controlling as they can very easily hold you back from achieving the goals that you need to achieve for emotional independence and forgiveness. Forgiveness can be a big, 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 big way to start building good self-image. We got to start forgiving people. You may need to forgive the person who caused you to be in the habit of being emotionally dependent, or you may need to forgive yourself for getting yourself in a hurtful situation. Listen, I want you to understand that your self-worth is not found, not found in the circumstances you are in. Let me say that again. Your self-worth is not found in the circumstances at some point. That, that you are that you are in right now. Everyone will go through less than pleasant emotional dependence to understand this. If you have a, a, what a, like a romantic partner, a husband or whatever, who has been hurtful to you, please, please, please do not assess your worth based on what they did to you. Please get out of your head. If a friend has given you an unwelcome opinion, do not obsess over it. I repeat, do not obsess over it and let it affect you because your worth is far more greater than that. And then make the decision when it comes to making decisions about you. Some need to be made all by yourself. You got to learn to make decisions by yourself. What are you making yourself for lunch the next day? You don't need to ask your partner. You don't need to ask your friend, girl, what you eat. If your friend doesn't like who you are interested in romantically for no good reason, don't change your mind about that person. If that person is good to you and you love that person or like that person, you better stay in that relationship with that person because God ain't said he was giving you another relationship. Take control of what decisions you make without changing or asking someone's permission. This will give you greater control over your emotions. And remember this. If I don't tell you nothing else, you are free to make your own decisions as long as the decision does not negatively affect someone else. Okay. Take control over your emotions. Take control over all of your emotions. It's better to retain control over your emotions than to allow your emotions to take control over you. Now, if you can't go a few days without having an emotional breakdown after someone says something to you, you may be emotionally dependent. If you know how to control your emotions, then you must be aware of the definition of what is emotional maturity. Learn who you are. Learn how to recognize when you feel out of control over your emotions. And remember that you are the only person who should be, de be deciding how you feel or what you feel or what you're going to do. No one else should have control over your emotions. Now, if someone does this consistently, it's a good indicator that they are a toxic person. And I talked about toxic. If you are in a relationship with someone who has too much control over your emotions, whether intentionally or not, couples counseling might very well be beneficial for you. Okay. If it's a friend, go on, cut them off. I'm just telling you like, like it is. Go on, get rid of them. A counselor will help you to a certain degree. You have to reach way down and fix, fix you, sis, fix you, brother. You have to reach way down and then achieve emotional independence. Once you reach down 
as you go about getting your emotional independence back, I want you to be yourself. And I want you to focus on improving your emotional control. I want you to, to, to let your partner, your friends, and your family know what you like and you don't like. If you don't want to do it, don't do it. If you don't want to hear it, don't listen to it. Do not rely on others to tell you what you like or don't like. Do not allow the actions of others around you to determine and dictate your emotions. Do not let anybody make you feel lesser than. You are important, right? So I'm going to give you maybe a couple ways to work on them. Self-awareness. Understand that your emotions and your triggers and your patterns or behavior is validated through you. And it's the first step towards your independence. Self-validation. Learn to validate your own feelings. Healthy boundaries. Set clear boundaries in your relationship to maintain emotional um, respect. Develop coping mechanisms. Find healthy ways to cope with stress and difficult emotions. Build a support network for you. Focus on personal growth. Invest in yourself through learning, hobbies, personal development, activities. Cultivate a sense of purpose and fulfillment that comes from within. Practice assertiveness for you. Express yourself. Express your needs and opinions without being overly, your eyes said, overly independent. I mean, dependent on others. And embrace the solitude of life. Spend time alone so that you can reflect, so that you can recharge, so that you can cultivate a sense of self-reliance. And then challenge your negative thoughts. Make it turn around for the good. Work on reframing negative self-talk and beliefs that might hinder your emotional dependence. And then if none of that works, seek professional help if need be. If you are struggling to become emotionally independent or dealing with past traumas, consider seeking therapy or counseling for support and guidance. And in my conclusion, you will love the change once you are living for yourself and no one else. Dress how you want to. I heard I said wanna. Believe in what you believe in. Go where you want to go. Eat what you want to eat. Drink what you want to drink. Do you, boo, as the kids say, right? If you don't know what you like because you have been caught up in doing things for other people, I want you to learn more about you. Learn who you are. Explore you. Explore what interests you. Take up a new hobby. Learn a new skill. Take a trip. Being in a relationship takes two people working for it, right? However, if you shouldn't be, you shouldn't be sacrificing everything in that relationship, right? Because you have to make yourself happy in order to make your partner happy. You have to make yourself happy before you can have a happy friendship, okay? Why? Because we deserve to find peace. We deserve happiness within ourselves. And we deserve to feel that we have everything in control when it comes to our emotions. Thank you so much for joining me on this first episode of the new series of emotion. I mean, I'm sorry, empower, powering her. Thank you 
for allowing me to bring this very sensitive matter to you because I deal with this every day and it's not, it's not easy for me. It seems like it get harder and harder, but I am up for the challenge. And I challenge you, anybody that's dealing with this, I challenge you to make it fit for your life and make it better for you. Turn things around. Your emotional state is very important. Your emotional independence is very important. Stop depending on other people to make you happy. Stop depending on other people to help you. Stop depending on other people to validate you, Jessica. You don't need it. You got to get this emotional thing under wraps. You have to be strong enough emotionally in order to be effective. So thank you for allowing me to bring this to you this topic to you. I do have a new topic that will be next week, but thank you again. I can't, I can't say it enough. Thank you for joining me this morning. And I'll be back next Monday, Monday with a new topic entitled personal growth and empowerment, exploring topics related to self-improvement and confidence building. And make sure you guys tune in and do me this big, 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 big favor. Tell a friend that got a friend that know a friend already know about Jess. Tell them about the Just Jess podcast show. All right. And I just said the wrong thing, y'all. See how I'm still stuck in my head? Tell them about Empower Her Podcast. Don't y'all tell them about Just Jess because Just Jess Podcast is gone. But yeah, tell a friend about the Just Jess, uh, the Empower Her Podcast. And listen, I'll be back on Monday at 7 a.m. With, with that new topic. Enjoy your weekend. And again, thank you for allowing me to pour into you on this Monday. Enjoy the rest of your week. This has been an Empower Her podcast moment. Thank you for listening. Tune in every Monday starting at 7 a.m. on Spotify. And remember, your well-being is paramount. Stay empowered and join us next time.